catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, and thank you so much for joining us. This is your AEW Rampage and SmackDown post-show. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, We have Rampage in its normal slot, which has not always been the case, so we appreciate you tuning in at what used to be our regular time. It's been a little bit, but guys, I don't know if you know, there's kind of a lot of wrestling this weekend. Tonight we had Rampage. Tonight we had SmackDown Impact. As under siege, I don't know if it's still going on or not, but the post show for that is going to be on Fightful Overbook. This is the second night in a row I bumped Joel Pearl to the Overbook side. I'm the draw here, all right, Joel Pearl. But tomorrow we've got even more for you, and Sunday we've got a double dose. We've got Night of Champions tomorrow. You'll have a post show right here on the Fightful main channel, but we're also doing our very special Sands of Blind review, as Alex Blowski and I call it. He doesn't feel comfortable watching the Saudi Arabia shows for ethical reasons. So what we do is I watch them and I describe the show back to him as I'm reviewing it. And I had three lies in there and he has to catch them. So it's extremely silly as per most of Alex and I's, both of my Alex's, but Plasky especially, uh, we'll be doing that behind the paywall. And then on Sunday, you've got two more pay-per-views. You've got your NXT Battleground uh, post show that will be held by Alex Plasky and I. Well, AEW Double or Nothing is on. We're going to do a beat the clock review and try and get our thoughts in as quickly as possible, probably while watching what I'm guessing is going to be Anarchy in the Arena at the same time. So a lot happening. Alex and I will be on the Fightful Select post show there as well, doing your AEW Double or Muffin one. Uh, And there will be, of course, a post show on the main channel here. But before we get to any of that... We've got so much to talk about tonight. I'm also going to remind you to leave a thumbs up on this video to get in your super chats and your humper chats. And remind you to subscribe to FightfulSelect.com because, guys, where there's a lot of wrestling, there's a lot of wrestling news. Yeah. And where there's a lot of wrestling news, there's Sean Rothset breaking you stories. He's already got a piece on Fightful Select about an impact contract that looks like it is up. So, Head on over to FightfulSelect.com. It's only $5 a month. You got all the scoops in the whole wide world, okay? And then you also get all these bonus podcasts, including me, doing pay-per-view post shows, including Sean doing his Q&A, which is great if you have a specific question. Um, He will answer it or try and follow up on it as long as it's a a reasonable question. Um, And you can just submit them on Fightful Select via, via text. I'll try and take care of those for you. You get the list and your boy goes on with him and Jimmy Van. So much stuff happening at Fightful Select and so much happening in wrestling. And for tonight, as always, on Fridays, joined 
by the wonderful Alex Cardoza. Alex, how are you today? I'm so happy to be here on another beautiful evening where we get to speak of SmackDown, which was such a riveting episode tonight, by the way, guys. It was it was white hot, as guys. us insiders like to call it. Yeah, same with Rampage, too, actually, both shows. Why guys, hot. let us know what you want to start with, if you want to start with Rampage or, or SmackDown. We're leaning towards uh, Rampage to start with, since there's some, some chit-chat about that. Glad you're in a good mood, because... I am honestly a little bit punchy. I'm always excited to talk about wrestling. But yesterday, I reviewed three hours of ROH, which was pre-taped and mostly inconsequential. Uh, but at the end of it, we got Samoa and Joseph and Zack Sabre Jr. tagging together. So that was okay with me. Everything was fine. Today, we had three hours of mostly inconsequential programming that was pre-taped. And we did not have Jeez. Zack Sabre Jr. and Samoa and Joseph. So it feels like a little bit less. But... I'm still excited to talk about it. I'm still excited to be here. I'm excited for the pay-per-views that all of this was setting up. So get in those super chats and humper chats. Looks like we're going to be starting with Rampage. So thank you for weighing in. We will go ahead and get that started for you. But before we even dive in, we've got some love coming in via super chat and humper chat. Ricardo, surname redacted. We're going to find it out one of these days. Says, leggy blonde onion, what is your go-to burger? I'm a cheeseburger with barbecue sauce gal. Uh, brand wise, I don't think you guys have 30 Burger outside of New Jersey, but 30 Burger does a really good job. Uh, and I'm a, a Shake Shack or a Five Guys. I like just Five Guys in New Japan, and I like Five Guys burgers, so I make it happen. But thank you for the question. We got a question about CM Punk. Mm. Shocker. Ooh. Flaming with a, a very generous donation. Thank you so much. Saying, hey guys, serious question here. Do you think CM Punk stuff will kill AEW? No, I do not. Uh, what if Collision does better than Dynamite because Punk is on it and Kenny and the Bucks are? Do you think they will go to Collision then? Thanks. Uh, I think there's no way in HE double hockey sticks that oh. a Saturday night wrestling program is going to consistently outpace Dynamite. Uh, but I don't think I would hope that the egos are not so high that they couldn't view that as a win. If they have two shows that are almost drawing a million or doing a million plus, they should be extremely happy as a company. Mm -hmm. I think some of the CM Punk stuff is extremely overblown in this most recent batch. And I also think once CM Punk actually comes back and returns that hopefully some of this is going to die down. I feel like the past eight months have been the same narrative over and over and over again. And I think if this guy just gets in the damn ring and we get some wrestling underway, I think we're going to be in good shape. I also want to reiterate, and I don't know anything. So I didn't, this is not reporting. Lies. Hear just anything. <laughs> but I do want to reiterate, if CM Punk and Kenny Omega and the Bucks did make up at this point, why the hell would they let us know? There is no That's value. True. And letting us know if those guys got back together. If there is perceived animosity that only enhances the feud. Again, it's not being reported. This is just my thinking of if they did make amends. Yes. And you want them, the feud, the feud, the biggest feud that could happen in wrestling to happen. Why the hell would you let us know they're on good terms? That seems silly to me. But Alex, I'll throw it to you. What are your thoughts on Collision and CM Punk? Do you think this is overblown like I do a little bit? Or do you think that this is like a, a make or breaker? 
I don't really necessarily think it's going to be a make or break. I, you know, they're the company, and by the company, I mean like WB's putting so much, um, you know, love behind this behind AEW. They obviously want to fill that slot. They obviously want more timing. So what I do think is that we need to give it time. We need to let the show actually air. We need to see if CM Punk even shows up. I mean, they sold out the the place before with just a little, you know, wink and a nod on television, you know? And a report um, on FightfulSelect.com. That too, yeah. But, you know, let's 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 just take it with a grain of salt. I, I think it's going to be an exciting summer. That's what I think. It's going to be a fun summer. I and think we so all know too. we all know that we always correlate summer with CM Punk, the summer of punk, right? Summer of punk, baby. Oh, there we go. He'll forever be one of my favorite wrestlers forever. from an in-ring perspective. I'm I'm a huge fan of his work. He's largely responsible for why I stayed watching when I was so bored with John Cena in those early years that I oh started watching in 09 through 11. So I'm very excited to see what happens in the ring. And I'm also just excited to move the heck on. We've got Doc Mueller. Saying that Kate's internet is working great. You're welcome. Well, thank you, Doc Mueller. And a reminder to everyone out there, if you have any issues with your Bleacher Report, (laughs) BR underscore doctor on Twitter. He will take care of them for free and instantly. You don't have to submit a ticket through IT. You just go right into his DMs because in case Zack Sabre Jr. wasn't enough of a technical wizard, Doc Mueller is. Yeah, for sure. I'm so good at this. I'm so good at it. <laughs> we got a Brian Benton saying, make SmackDown worse, Montez versus LA Knight for money in the bank spot. Um, man, those are two guys that should probably be in it. <laughs> for sure. Two guys that should probably be in it. Ricardo also saying, Mirror Alex, what is your go-to taqueria? Uh, you know, there's too many out here in North Carolina to name, so... Um... You know, I don't go to chain restaurants. Everything down here is like fresh, delicious food. Um, so when I find one, um, I'll put it up on the Twitter machine and I'll let you know, hey, this is my favorite one. Well, braggity brags. I'm sorry. I go to listen. Right. I go to farmer's markets now and get food. I have a, a farm that I go get I fresh vegetables. I last week and I loved I... it and I'll be going back. It's the best. This is how good SmackDown was last night that we're talking about going. You keep saying that about SmackDown, but let's let's be honest. AEW Rampage usually going into a pay-per-view is live and ergo way more fun. And tonight was also mid and it starts the midness in a pretty fun way. Honestly, the acclaimed and daddy ass versus LFI's Roosh, Preston Vance and Drillistico. Uh, this was a pretty a pretty fun match. I didn't have any problems with this necessarily, but uh, Here comes the butt. Yeah, I mean, it ends with Drillistico having a it looked like a springboard lunge blower situation. Uh, but Bowens ultimately takes him out with the arrival and the mic drop finish. Here, um, we get a nice post match promo too from Bowen saying that they're basically chewing through this trio's division and you can bet on the house or bet on black and you should bet on mm. black because everybody loves the acclaimed. Yeah. It's um, they're putting, they're putting a, a lot of effort into this trios thing. Um, and by them, I mean like AEW. So they're trying to make 
you know, chickens sell out of chicken poop. So we'll see where they go. I think this is where the roster delineation stuff is grinding my gears a little bit because I am watching and reviewing ROH. And these are all guys that have been on ROH and mm. now they're here, um, which is fine. But right. where do you work and in what division? It's just something I would like to know. <laughs> I also feel like the acclaimed was probably the hottest tag team in the world. God damn, yeah. And I don't know if I need daddy ass turning them into a trio, like going after a trio shot, but I don't necessarily have objections with it. I like the way he's being used a lot more than I like the way Jeff Jarrett is being used, for example. Uh, but he's right. They are racking up W's. It just doesn't feel like they have a story. So I'm guessing this is leading to a, a, a title shot here. But um, what did you think of the match and the post-match? Yeah, you know, the, anytime the acclaim are on television, I, 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 I'm such a big acclaim, Mark, that uh, you know, I enjoy absolutely everything that they do on television. Um, I like the post match little like, um, not interview, but whatever you want to call it, little segment that he had. Promo, I, I th- yeah, I think, action. yeah, I think that they're setting themselves up for, um, you know, evolving the acclaim and seeing what's next. Um, especially since they're pretty far out from anything that that they're doing with the tag teams right now. So, you know, you might as well just throw them in there. Plus, you know, they're they're reliable. I I enjoy having them out there. I think that they're a great uh, team, even with Daddy Acid at his advanced ass stage. Um, <laughs> he's still very he's still very good <laughs> in the ring. So. He's he's doing all right. I just feel like uh, it's better than having Jeff Jarrett on your TV, which I assume is going to be on TV a lot on Saturday yeah, night. I just who's in your who's in your trios division? Who's in your tag division? What brands are they working on consistently would be good. And I just despite being used well, I'm not like, oh, sick. I would rather have the acclaimed be in a trios division because mm-hmm. you added him than I would rather have them just being a tag team. Um, and that even as much as I love Max Caster, even that's pushing it because I feel like Bowens is one of the most complete singles wrestlers in in the world. However, they definitely made it work as a unit. No arguing that they had a super successful title reign. They were on fire since that face turn, but kind of feels like they dropped this the uh, tag titles and were like, okay, we're just gonna go be a trio now. Like, I don't know, hasn't fully clicked in for me, but that's just me. Enjoy what you enjoy. And we move along to the guns and Ethan Page versus a job squad here. <laughs> uh, this went the way you would expect, but the job squad got some some offense in there. They looked good. We'll take it. But this ultimately ends the way that you would expect. Uh, we get a straight jacket snap mare, which looks great. And the guns coming in to finish this off. Ethan Page and the guns are an interesting one to me because they kind of said that the firm is broken up and this is the most that they've ever worked together. Ethan Page to me reads as a star. He's someone that they need to make feel very important on Collision if that's where he ends up going, I feel, because, man, I just feel like this guy has everything. He was kind of positioned to be a big deal and the firm really fell off, which surprised me because you had... The Guns as tag team champions, and then they started to distance themselves from the firm. You have Stokely Hathaway, who's arguably the best manager in wrestling television. 
Um, Ethan Page, who's phenomenal. Lee Moriarty, who's incredible. And Big Bill, who's a, a solid enough heavy. Nothing really came out of this. And Ethan Page, I feel like, had kind of the most start and stop with that. I felt like what he was doing with Scorpio Sky was so great. And then it got mired in the Dan Lambert yeah. stuff. Like, I'm ready for this guy to break out. He should be in that mid-card title hunt. I... I don't know if I need to see him like in a trio with the guns. I don't mind it. But Ethan Page to me, just to me, reads as a solo star. I'm not trying to break up all these trios. I know it sounds like it in the beginning, but I guess I, I just want some clarity more than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but what did you think of this dominating little match? And what do you think is next for all three of these guys? I don't know what's next for all three of them. Um, I, I do feel that it's important that they continue to evolve the guns you know so they kind of don't get lost especially after them being a a middle team between getting the belts from one into another you know so they they're young enough that you know this could be like a learning thing for them you know on how to become a really good tag team which with ethan page by them it could ethan's incredible i you know he's been in the business for a while so i think that having him there even as as a as someone who's going to be competing in in trios could really help everyone out. And, you know, we saw later on, you know, they got into a little verbal matchup there with uh, the Hardy. So, I mean, all around, if they continue to build these little side matches like this are good. They're good. They, they continue to build people up. Listen, people talk about Omas and him losing all these fights to, you know, stars and whatnot and people that he's fighting in different pay-per-views. Those are stepping stones to something bigger. So you got to kind of hope AEW is doing the same thing with with people like the guns and whatnot, you know? Yeah, I just feel like the page was set to be. I I feel like this was this last round was like a a bit of a step back instead of forward. So while I'm all for using great wrestlers to propel other guys forward, I don't want it to be done at the expense of an Ethan Page push. Um, But I I absolutely hear you. And you alluded to the post-match shenanigans that we do get. We get. Brother Zay coming down, uh, which was great. And he kind of gets equalized by Hook here. A post-match promo where Jeff says that the ass boys are looking good with a little ego boost. And that on Sunday, the <laughs> egos will be deleted by them. Of course, referring to all ego, Ethan Page. Um, speaking of the firm, I am intrigued to see where this goes because of two things, right? The firm is no longer. Mm-hmm. We saw a social media promo from Stokely Hathaway that said he's moving into Tony Khan's office. He took down all the Jaguar stuff. He's putting up beautiful ladies, pictures of them. That made me wonder, because this was also kind of discussed in the Talk is Jericho interview, a little bit hinted at that he did. Um, Like, Ring of Honor could use an authority figure. Ring of Honor could use someone to create some delineation, to set matches, to make things work. Because they are a more rules-based company. You have your pure matches. You have proving ground. You have uh, traditionally they've had standings there. It would be good for someone like him to step into those shoes. And I'm wondering if him moving into Tony Khan's office implies that. I said yesterday, maybe he just wants to run the Jaguars at this point. Maybe he wants to give Trevor Lawrence his haircut. I don't know. But I was trying to think about what that might be hinting at and then a a managerial role in ROH would, would certainly be something that would be interesting. We saw Lee Moriarty and Big Bill um, in ROH as well, which were two of his guys. So could be some fun stuff happening on that front. 
the other thing is we have Scorpio Sky returning. Yeah, that's yes, right. And we have a relationship with Ethan Page right there. So this could also be something where maybe Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky reunite against the guns. Lot of fun to be had there. So just thinking. Just got I like that. My... And Ethan Page has not been on his own really ever. I mean, he's had a couple matches here and there. Um during the pandemic and whatnot. We saw a lot of like singles little things that he was doing. Um but I don't know, like I he, he he's someone to me in my head that I will always see associated with another another wrestler or like right now with the trios with the guns, you know, it's unfortunate, but whatever. I don't think it's necessarily unfortunate. Like what I liked about what he was doing with Scorpio Sky initially was they weren't a full on tag team. They were just right. like they still had a lot of singles matches and were progressing their own careers. I thought they were going to eventually turn on each other, but right, they went a yeah. different direction with that. Right. So. Um, I don't even mind the association because he's a fantastic promo. So if you want to put people behind him, I get it. I just don't want it to be a parachute on his back. Like it, I want it to be moving in the right direction. So yeah, that is my thoughts. But excited for the chaos. Excited to see Hook back too. He was kind of disappeared for a little bit. Ricardo saying, I do not miss Lambert. Glad he's gone. Don't at me. Uh, I'll say this. Dan Lambert was not for me at all like the presentation of that character not into it however yeah. the heat that that dude got live oh my god was yeah. deafening and i'm gonna break kayfabe so if you're old school go cry about it somewhere else the coolest dude in the world uh i met him on the jericho cruise and he was he did a podcast with jericho for his belt collection it was one of my favorite things that was on the cruise. It's always so surprising, but the podcasts that they do live there are so much fun. And he just displayed his belts in the lobby and was standing next to them and talking about the history of them. And you could just go up and talk to him. And he was like, yeah. oh, this Mid-South one was it. He's so enthusiastic. He's so in love with wrestling. I was like, well, well, damn, dude, you made it so easy to hate you. Well, he was doing <laughs> his job and he did he it was. very well. I, yeah, I, I just admit. didn't like the character. Like he was a little crazy me. out there, loose on the lips. But you know what? I, either way, he got the heat that that he was looking for. He did. I mean, absolutely deafening live. Yeah, absolutely yeah. deafening live. Uh, so we will move it along. A little bit here. We get a backstage with Lexi Nair interviewing Keith Lee and Dustin Rhodes, mm. who says that Swerve and Cage will be in the Battle Royal. Dustin kind of says, imagine that. And after Keith says he will get rid of them, and then they can get rid of everyone else and decide who will win. So kind of setting up a, uh, a showdown between Dustin and Keith. I got to be honest. I'm going to... I'm gonna give myself one of these, okay? A little, a little, a little at a girdle. I said months ago, they should have struck while the iron was hot with Keith Lee and Swerve. Um, I love long-term stories. Not everyone has to be this long-term. The fact that it is this much later, and I know Keith Lee got injured, but or went away for a while at least. Yeah, this is taking so long to move on from, and Swerve should be like title hunting top of the card guy and Keith Lee should be eating people into the audience probably Adam Cole um we gotta move on from this now that being said I like the mogul affiliates much better than I liked what they were doing with Trench and Parker I think it's a way better fit mm -hmm. um but this feud has been going on forever and it has cooled so ice cold for me 
I don't fully get, I don't mind it, but I don't fully get Dustin and Keith Lee. That just is like an odd pairing to me. Um, and for a feud that felt so personal between these two single guys, for it to now have deviated into this madness with, like, not everything has to be stable driven and not everything right. has to have a six man blow off. Like, I wish they just capitalized on the moment that they had. And now we're not even getting this at the pay-per-view, it doesn't sound like, uh, because we're getting all this Battle Royal stuff. When the hell are you going to blow it off? And why didn't you do it, like, five months ago? I think um, she's angry. She was angry that day, my friend, and today is that day. But I think I was right. Should have done it a while ago. But it is nice to know who's filling in this Battle Royal a little bit. So what did you think of this segment? Uh, like you, like you just mentioned, just, there was a lot of, I don't know if they're trying to recapture that heat that that was there before. Um, I don't know what they're going to do after the, after the, the pay-per-view. There's a lot of holes in this, a lot of questions. Obviously the biggest hole of them all was the fact that you separated the two and, you know, Keith Lee kind of just went on on his own and disappeared and now he's back, you know? Um, and then with the whole thing with Dustin is, Where's, where does this all leave him? You know, how does he come into this picture? How did he get out of it? What is next for him? Is, you know, I, I don't know. I'm a little, I'm a little, we talked about this before we got on the air. I'm, I was, I'm very optimistic about what is going to happen after these pay-per-views. And I'm hoping that the rest of the summer is going to be good with a lot of great wrestling on television because of this, you know, new two hour show. So you'll be able to have more stories out there for people. Um, so ladies and gentlemen, I'm usually very, you know, negative about stuff like this because I just, I get lost in it, but I'm going to sit back like you're, I didn't do, like, Mr. let it play. Like, like I didn't, like I didn't do with Bray and the QR codes. I'm going <laughs> to sit back and actually just let it ride. I'm going to just be chill because you know what? On, on June 17th, there's a new show coming out. And I believe that maybe things will start falling into line. And these holes, these gaps, will get filled. So I'll say this. Yesterday, someone came into the ROH chat. His name was Joe Holbert. He has a fantastic wrestling mind. And he said, hot take, Samojo is a good wrestler. And then I saw that he was on another friend of this show's uh, The True Heel Heat podcast today. And I was like, I'm going to go and troll him for the same thing. But while I was in there trolling him, <laughs> he said something that I thought was the perfect summation of the build to this pay-per-view. And so I'm going to say Joe Holbert said it better, but I'm parroting him. Mm -hmm. um, he said it feels like AEW with all of the announcements and everything coming up is already looking past this pay-per-view. And yes. that to me was like exactly what yes. was in my head, but I could not articulate. It feels like the pay-per-view that's coming up next is an afterthought. Yes. And that's kind of a bummer. That being said, I think it's still going to be a really good show. I'm confident the in-ring is good. I yes. think we might get some surprises out some of this. Surprises, yeah. We'll see. But it feels like build-wise that they're already kind of thinking ahead, save a couple of storylines. So I just yeah. thought that was really well said. And I, I share those thoughts. And I'm And this is why I say I'm I'm letting it I'm letting it play out because honestly, like we don't know we until this show airs. Plus, they have this ginormous show in Wembley that they also have to prepare for because ladies and gentlemen, next week is June. We're gonna go to sleep, wake up, it's August. Okay. So let's just let's just think about the fact that they have that card to fill. And then they also have um 
the the following the following what the pay per view right after that uh, after they got all, all in, in they got all out they oh got, my god uh, dude full gear yeah there's a lot yeah it's, so there's a lot it's going all on top on. of each other but like if you plan that much programming it's then your responsibility to go fill Correct. with telling stuff don't put jay white's as an afterthought anywhere that managed to be front and center you know what i'm saying so i'm with you i think a lot of this is going to kind of clear out after this pay-per-view but I, I just thought that was really well said of it, it so feels like you, they're already thinking ahead our but, synergies together today synergy always always promote synergy like a mouse uh <laughs> we move on to like a dr Britt baker d m d and hikaru Shida. Defeating Ugh. Nyla Rose and Marina Shafir. And then Jamie gets whooped, as Louise said. Uh, Orion Ben saying, speaking of break, she did to Marina's face. Ouch. Yep. Uh, <laughs> this ends that was, with that was sick, down. by the way. It was. It was. This was a pretty decent match. This was this was good. But we got a cover on Britt Baker, who rolls through. She catches uh, Marina Shafir at the same time that Sheeta delivers that kick to the head that we were just talking about. Lockjaw and it's over after we see the Tron with the outcasts and they are attacking mm. Jamie Hayter. Britt Baker and Sheeta run to the back. Now we know there's been some injury question marks with Jamie Hayter. I don't know if at this point she's cleared. The last I heard, she's supposed to be in good enough condition to wrestle. If she is, I think this was a good way to cover it because let's remember this was filmed Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, if she's not... This gives them an easy out on the day of the pay-per-view. If she's iffy, it gives them the security to make that judgment call closer to the actual pay-per-view. So I don't have a problem with them leaning into the injury. I don't usually like when they lean into injury works. Like, it just feels icky to me. Um, And that doesn't mean they shouldn't do it. It just means it actually feels real enough that it makes me uncomfortable. Like, the Hangman Adam Page concussion stuff. Yeah. But they started kind of leaning into that. Like, I didn't like the way it feels when Danielson comes back from a concussion and is mimicking concussion symptoms. I don't like it because it feels too real, which is the point. Um, So me not liking it isn't saying that they shouldn't do it by any means, but that was kind of what we're getting here. Your thoughts on the match and uh, what you're thinking leading into the pay-per-view. Yeah. I thought, I thought it was pretty good. I, I, I enjoy, listen, Britt Baker has come a very long. And now gambling terms, snake eyes, Rolling ones with a pair of dice. Double down. Doubling the original bet for one more card. Bad beat. When your strong hand gets beat. Illegal gambling can put you at risk. Protect our communities. Play legit and gamble only where it's legal. Learn more now at playlegitco.com. A message from the Colorado Division of Gaming. Gambling problem? Call or text 1-800-GAMBLER. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Away from those very awkward promos that she used to throw out there. Um, Her in-ring wrestling has tremendously, you know, has gotten so much better is what I'm trying to say. Not in a bad way. I'm trying to think of words to say like she wasn't bad. It was just obviously, you know, it was the first time a lot of these women were on, on a big stage like this. Um, Well, and she started as a face. Let's not forget. Yes. The heel turn kind of changed everything. And now she's turning back face, but it's so much more organic that I think it it feels a lot, a lot better. And I'm, I'm a huge fan of Sheeta. Like, Oh my God. Like everything about her. Like I love her wrestling her her mannerisms the looks that she gives like she's a complete package you know i think i'm in love with her but yes well i'm well, we going used to, ask to uh i'm not <laughs> just a Got slice thirsty little alex over here but i will say uh we kind of had i do a show on wednesdays not on fightful card the mark order we kept being like where did she to go after she won? And then she kind of yes. just packed up and we were like, who is this? But what had happened was she kind of went away for a little bit because she wanted to work on acting and facial expressions and she, the more oh. storytelling stuff. And we see it now pay off week over week. I really think she's come a very long way and none of our complaints were ever with what she could do in the ring. My goodness. She's fantastic. So, oh, by the way, can we not forget about my home girl, Nyla Rose? I love watching her on television as well. Um, I like Man, her beating. I like be her beating people up. I don't know. I love. I, I listen. I'm. I, I don't know. I just love big women beating the crap out of people. I don't you know why. You like aggressive. I do. Badass big women. I do. Beating the crap awesome out of Kong. I love it. God, I would have let her step on my me. face. I would have loved it. Yes. <laughs> step on. I me. adore you. Um, my. I don't have a complaint about Nyla. My. My only thing is creatively with her. When right. you see her personality on social media and stuff, yes. I'm just dying for her to have a solo baby face run, man. Like, and I, I think it'll happen. Likeable. Extremely. But I, that's the thing. I, I want to root for her because of everything that you see outside of yeah. the wrestling screen to do with her. Um, I would love a Nyla face turn. And I also just think that's fun because you have kind of your like, holy crap, built like a brick women, right? You have Nyla and you have Jade. Jade should stay heel or a face that is still in this vibe where Nyla, I think you could turn into a very fun baby face that's going around kicking ass. Almost like Willow, right? Like Willow is the babe with the power and she's just the most magnetic person in the world. I feel like Nyla could have, uh, you know, not a copycat run of that, but an authentic version that, that lines up with that similarly so i just want to root for her because i really yeah. like her <laughs> same same like it's hard to go against when you know the type of person she is on twitch she's you know playing video games and she's your she's connecting with fans she connects she's with you like yeah hysterical yeah super troll on on twitter and i love it yeah, I'm sure she was having fun. You know, Serpentico ate 9 million lariats yesterday. I'm sure she was a happy gal yesterday. But oh, listen, yeah. I was very hard on the women's division because I was rooting for them for a really long time. Not the wrestlers, but the creative. And over the past year or so, I keep thinking back to Arthur Ashe of last year was to me when it kind of turned around. It was that Tony Storm um, title reign that I felt like kind of kind of was the beginning of putting things a little bit in a, a better place. And then 
with Soraya debuting and stuff, it feels like they put their foot on the gas pretty heavily. Yeah. And it, it makes me so happy because of things like this. Like, I think this talent is so deserving and I'm so happy to see, even when I have issues with execution or whatever, um, there's just a level of effort there that I felt like was missing with the women's division. And it's so awesome to see. And I really hope when collision opens, we get maybe a tag division or just two matches an hour, something like that, or two matches for two hours, yeah. something like that, where I feel like they did a tremendous job kind of raising the women they have and filling in with outside pieces. If we could get them more screen time, I think that's an awesome next step, but it's been a really, really nice turnaround and it makes me so happy, but Good stuff. Good stuff here tonight. I'm excited to see what happens. I hope Jamie Hader is just okay, realistically, in general. Yeah. Get that FIFA Select, people. That's what you're That's right. your news. Get your news at the old FIFA Select. The little FIFA Select. I still get mine like every morning tossed by the paper boy. You do? FIFA Select? Yeah. The Sean, Sean actually. Sean, Sean on actually, a bicycle? <laughs> Sean actually still delivers my FIFA Select so News printed, my friends. He probably would because he's and up anyway. it smells anyway. good. He's like That's typing up news on FIFA Select till four in the yeah. morning. He's like, I might as well do my paper route. God damn it. Yeah. Throw late it night news. You get the late, <laughs> late edition at 6 p.m. Just comes in automatically. Hey, super chat us if you want Sean to deliver FIFA Select on your, on your paper route. Uh, and we'll see what we can do. <laughs> it's a dime. Leave him a dime right on the door. A, yeah, just a pop a quarter. There you go. And by dime, I mean money, people. We all seen Sean Ross, those stuff on here, but. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> just because I'm Puerto Rican, damn it, Kate. <laughs> Do you know the fun because I'm Puerto Rican Eddie Kingston story? Uh,. Do I? Maybe he told it to me and Freddie, and now I don't remember it. But I'm sure if you can refresh my memory, I would love to hear it. I can't remember who the talent was, but they had their boots tied and they couldn't get it undone. And they asked Eddie Kingston if they had a knife. And he was like, oh, just because I'm Puerto Rican, you think yeah. I carry a knife? And went on this like five-minute tirade. Oh, just because I'm Puerto Rican, you think I just have a knife in my bag because of what, the way I look? And then he was like, yeah, I'll get my knife. Yeah, yeah, I'll get my knife. <laughs> <laughs> i loved 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 that yes story. i'll be leaving him a dime wink there you go <laughs> sorry there i don't own go. a bodega either people <laughs> oh man we're having fun here tonight guys leave a thumbs up for all of our silliness it helps people find us yeah. in the algorithm get in your super chats and your humper chats because we're coming to the main event of rampage and i don't have any complaints with this but i'm not sure if it if it fully delivered, Alex. And I got to say, there is a surefire way that you can make sure that things deliver. Okay. Oh. If you're worried about what happens when it comes main event time, if you're worried about what your tag team is going to do in the main event here, if you're worried about whether you're going to be able to deliver some, some big boots of your own. You know what I mean? Some, uh, some backbreakers of your own. Well, darn it. If blue chew ain't the brand for you, I just don't know what it is. If you're watching this, you have probably considered becoming a pro wrestler at some point. Well, let me tell you, I got your gimmick and I got your gimmick. Here's your gimmick name, Rock Hard Eric Shins. And your gimmick is Blue Chew and the Code Fightful. Same approved ingredients as uh, Viagra and Cialis, but you don't want those. You don't want those. You want Blue Chew. It's a chewable, gets into your system a lot faster. 
it's ready when you are or when you're not. Maybe you need that motivation. Maybe you need that step up in performance. Or maybe you just want a little bit of additional confidence. Take an online uh, questionnaire with a physician, and when approved, it arrives straight to your door. All you got to do is pay $5 shipping because that first shipment is free when you use the code Fightful. Mailman's not going to know what's up. Uh, the, the, the nosy Nellies around your neighborhood aren't going to know what's up. But let me tell you, that special someone's going to know what's up. BlueChew.com and the code Fightful. Knocking booths, like Kate said. <laughs> My mailman knows... Because I told him, if you see a discreet package come in, that's it. It's my boner pills. <laughs> well, if you tell them, that ain't Blue Chew's fault. But we've got some more Super Chats and Humper Chats to get through before we talk about tonight's main event, the non-sex one. Flaming uh, <laughs> saying, have you guys seen the Fight Forever screenshots? It looks like yes. a bloodfest Mortal Kombat. Isn't that bloody so gross? Uh, I have seen the screenshots. You can turn off that feature. Yeah, you um, can. That is that's controllable. So um, I don't care. People asking me to do the read, I'm just gonna pull this up. I know it's not a super chat, but I just want Sean to see this. Okay, you should this do is how it. good. This is how good yeah. I am at things. All right. Uh, <laughs> I'm so I would be I would pay to watch that actually. Thank you. And if you would pay to get exposure through Fightful channels. If you want to sponsor one of these shows, you can find out about our ad rates by emailing me actually at kate at ondeckic.com because we're looking for some sponsors. If you want to get in the mix, we got some good rates for the upcoming months and a couple of spots still left. So email me or DM me. But some more love. Uh, Sir Ricardo saying no e-bikes. That's cheating manual only. No, not electronic bikes. Not, not a dirt bike. Sean. And his Schwinn, Hawk and Fightful Select editions, throwing them out, hitting doors, probably updating them as he goes. You need like a little portable printer situation. He's like, oh, more contract news. Oh, we have a pay-per-view this weekend. At like five in the morning, running into the, the milkman on his way out. <laughs> That's what's up. Before delivering my Fightful news to my doorstep. That's right. Chris Mueller, uh, IT God, uh, <laughs> saying whopper, 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 whopper. Sorry, that Burger King song is stuck in my head. Whopper. Anyway, this weekend is going to be nuts. Let's have fun with pro wrestling. Let's have fun with pro wrestling, especially my fellow friends in media that are covering it. Godspeed, because this is literally the same workload that WrestleMania was for me. I'm sure it is for everyone else, possibly more because of Under Siege. Um, but our main event, Big Bill and Lee Moriarty defeating the best friends. Chi-Town Spurs saying, we had Big Bill. Also, Google Saudi Arabia's personal status law, which enshrined male guardianship over women. <laughs> WWE continues to influence the world. Uh, yeah, yikes. Yikes with that. Um, but we got a fun little match that happened here. This ultimately ends with Chuck delivering a pile driver, but taking a big boot from Bill and a choke slam to bring us home. Kind of feels like the best friends are lost in the shuffle. And it makes me sad because they were in that title picture for a long time. Their match with Santana and Ortiz is one of my favorites when they did that parking lot brawl. It was so yeah. good. Um, and of all the like makeshift trios that we have being thrown together, 
why can't international title holder Orange Cassidy and the best friends be a proper trio in the trios division? We can see people hold double gold. Um, so I kind of wish that they weren't eating losses here, but I don't hate this. I like Lee Moriarty getting some shine. I like Big Bill and him as a as a team. They worked well together as a duo. Uh, but I don't know if I like love the best friends being on the other side of that pin, but I'm willing to see what comes from it. What were your thoughts on our main event tonight? Yeah, same. Uh, I, I, they were, there was a point there where the best friends were like so hot and they were just pushing along and they had these amazing storylines that were kind of like, I, I really wasn't very aware of who they were, but because they were being booked so well, I was all in on, on who they were. Are you saying, are you saying that if there's a team, that you don't really know that well. It might not be the responsibility of vignettes to catch you up to speed. That perhaps maybe wins and losses do matter. That perhaps if people just go out there and wrestle and they showcase their abilities and they get some wins under the belt to make them look like a credible threat, perhaps all the dorks complaining about vignettes online or that wins and losses don't matter are incorrect. Can I tell you something? You can throw all the vignettes you want at me. You could give me all the QR codes that I could scan for weeks on end. Okay. You can put a spooky man in front of me who used to wear BDSM clothing and now reads tarot cards. And I still wouldn't know what the hell they're doing. Okay. Okay. But if you put them in front of me and they're beating people up, I'm like, oh man, this looks good. Who is this person? Uh, let's let's continue. Let's continue putting him in front of my television, you know. So I feel like perhaps uh, they are lost. I hope that again. Today's today's rampage felt like a little bit of a something they just had to put together because we know a pay-per-view is coming up and then we move on because the show's coming up and then we move on because there's a giant pay-per-view coming from Wembley Stadium. So I'm hoping that with this again, and I'm continue to repeat this with this new show, we have something happening with these gentlemen i need them on my television yes you need and their song sex icon chuck taylor and trent on television i feel like trent especially is just like he's in such great shape right now yeah man killing it laying the shit in really hard like He's he's been outstanding and chuck is is great too nothing nothing taken away from him nothing against chuck who's but like as a trio, like you, that's a really fun combination. Like you have yeah. Orange Cassidy doing what he can do in the ring, and Trent and and Chucky e. T. Like I hope that does become a trio. Assuming Orange Cassidy loses the belt sooner than later, um, I don't know if it's going to be in this battle royal or not anymore because names that I thought might be in there are not. But we will see. We will see. But I. I justice for best friends is all we're saying. You've got justice to give the people what they want. I want more than a hug. I want wins. I want, I want more I want cowbell. dubs. I want more cowbell. <laughs> but guys, that was our main event of Rampage. We are going to switch into SmackDown. Please get in those super chats and those humper chats. If there's anything you want to talk about SmackDown wise, anything you want to talk about going into this monster weekend. Also taking a moment to remind you who were not here at the top of the show. 
that if you were looking for the Impact Under Siege post show, that is happening on Fightful Overbooked. That is Joel and I think Cresta. I don't know if she's on today. I'm not positive. You definitely want to find out who she is. She had a wonderful, wonderful interview uh, with Jeremy and uh, Steven Jensen on their show the spotlight she's fantastic she's going to be holding it down on the collision show with rick yes. and iridian it's going to be fantastic but um if you're trying to stay up to date on the impact product but can't necessarily watch it like this girl who watched three hours of roh yesterday great way to do so they do awesome awesome work they're a ton of fun cresta is so much personality joel is so great and knowledgeable uh but don't tell him i said that but if you want to catch that post show check him out on fightful overbooked <laughs> reiterating how much we have coming up this weekend we've got shows on fightful and fightful select for both night of champions and for double or nothing your nxt post show will be on the main channel dueling at the same time as the AEW pay-per-view we're going to do a quick one it'll be me and alex Pulaski right here but so much content coming for you all weekends i believe grapsity is still happening so keep an eye out for that. They kind of switch around when they're there live. So I'm not fully sure of their schedule, but it's a lot going ya. on this weekend, friends. All weekend. We got pre-shows. I'm sure we'll do a watch along. We usually decide those last minute. Come Lots. out with us. If you want people to watch wrestling with, Fightful got you covered. We've got you covered here and on Fightful Overbooked all weekend. So stay tuned for that. And then the madness begins again on Monday, just like WrestleMania week. But we move along to an episode of SmackDown that I can only refer to as inconsequential. <laughs> it was a good show. It was. It happened. There's no doubt about that. Um, she said it happened. It did. It Undeniably, it happened. Um, I, look, this is not a surprise. This happens with pre-taped ones a lot. This happens yes. especially before Saudi Arabia shows, right? Like, most go-homes are somewhat inconsequential and the pre-taped ones before Saudi Arabia, more so than probably anything else. But um, our wonderful moderator, Luis, who give him clap emojis in the chat because he's just the best of the world. Um, he breaks out all of our super chats by category and he has mm. one that's just called F the piped in crowd noise here. It was, and oh, wow, yeah. It was atrocious. And I get it because this was a fatigued crowd, right? And it kind of makes sense. But Anthony Velasquez saying WWE really took advantage of the pre-taped show with that piped in crowd noise was very obvious and really bad. It was really bad. It was, it was 100% really like you can tell tonight was over the topness. Okay. So I was wondering if anybody had this. I, I felt like it was probably about 20 minutes of wrestling total. If you're saying that the matches were 14 minutes total, that actually does not surprise me at all on a two-hour show that ain't a great ratio and i didn't really love what we started with which is a shame because i kind of had higher hopes for it than was delivered we had your wwe united states champion austin theory defeating sheamus sheamus is great and austin theory my issues are not ring related with but i have a huge issue when somebody who is saying, are you a believer now all the time wins with mm -hmm. crap like this, he wins with a roll up and a handful of tights and between the cheap wins and I get the chicken shit heel thing, but like he's never convincing enough that I buy into the fact that he buys into his own BS. And if this is the most that a guy like Seamus can get out of him, I'm kind of concerned to be honest. Like yeah. this is not, um, 
been super productive for me. And when they do this with the piped in crowd noise, the only thing that I can think about is John Cena annihilating him on the microphone with that. When John Cena got up there and said, uh, I'd rather be me than whatever, whatever the first part of that line was, but basically what he said, I'd, I'd rather be balding, I think, than have piped in crowd noise yeah. so people can pretend that they care about my matches. I, as a fan, haven't had him recover from that. He There has not been enough work done for him to recover from that. And part of it is to keep piping in the crowd noise like this. And tonight it was egregious. Every it week. really took me out of the match. I don't feel like this title reign has been great. Like it, it has not um, unlocked anything that I was hoping would be unlocked with him, unfortunately. And I also don't know if I love kind of what we got after. But let's talk about the match with you first, and then we'll talk about the pretty deadly shenanigans that followed. What did you think about our opener here? Uh, it really didn't do it for me tonight. Uh, I thought that I was going to see something different. I, I keep on thinking that they're going to uh, book um, Austin Theory to be a little bit more of a, of, a, of a bigger heel, bigger presence. Sort of say, you know, instead of the, like you said, chicken shit talking all the time and finding weird ways to like just win a match. He's always getting booked. They're not these... clever. Like, they're, that's not, the thing. they're not. They're like, not. Yeah. Because I was like, why is it that? And Mike stuff aside, right? Like that's obviously MJF's biggest strength. I was like, why is it that MJF can cheat and it doesn't bug me? But the way Austin Theory does it's because it's not clever. There's nothing like particularly. um credible about it it's just it's always sneaky with no intelligence like masterminding i should say behind it so that's kind of um for me a little bit of the difference but they got to do something different with piped in theory because like i'm just feeling like he's just not they they i i'm assuming that they thought that by putting the u.s belt on him it would or championship um belts hold your pants up uh would do something different for him and honestly, it's been super stale. I, I yeah. don't, I mean, I haven't found that any of his matches have really wowed me. Unfortunately, his heel tactics have also not been like, oh, I really hate theory. To me, it's just like, eh, he's he's here. He's he's He puts on a good match and that is it, you know? So I don't I know what they're going to do, do with really him. some really cool stuff in the ring, but I yes. feel like the, the way that they're produced the matches are produced are advantageous to him and the disconnect between like, do you believe in me now? And right. and by the way, wins behind refs backs and with roll-ups. It's like, well, no, I don't believe in you. He is great <laughs> on the mic now too. He's gotten so much better. He's not, you can tell he's not reading off screen. He's really doing really well with memorization and how he, you know, delivers his, his lines. Um, he knows how to work the crowd up good in the ring. Sure. But when you give a guy like that that looks like a million bucks and is uber talented nothing to really work out of, he's just another wrestler. You That's know? exactly what it is. It's just a little bit generic feeling. And there's some people already chiming in via Super Chat and Humper Chat. So super Chat you. me, baby. But I need a new pair of shoes. The issue becomes... When you have a guy that's as over as LA Knight, when you have a Mustafa Ali on your roster, when you have these guys who could step into that role, it, it yeah. puts the pressure on it a little bit more, I think. Puts the pressure on a little bit more. I also don't love the idea of Pretty Deadly being the henchman here. I'm very much into the idea of an Austin Theory Pretty Deadly 
trios match against the brawling brutes because i think there's a lot of in-ring fun to be had but this is now a complaint that i have in a lot of ways in in wwe right now in the tag division is it feels like tag pictures are always in the support of a single star now i don't mean something like imperium where it's a stable though i am frustrated and i feel like um the tag team in imperium of uh giovanni vinci and uh ludwig kaiser should get more in ring time because they're a one of the best tag teams in the world. But I mean, in that Kevin and Sammy were Cody Rhodes support and then they're Matt Riddle support and they haven't really had like their own reign. And I'm not sure after what we saw tonight that they're not dropping the titles in Saudi Arabia. Um, and, and this is another case where I feel like you've just introduced pretty deadly and now they're going to be the Aaron boys for uh, Austin theory. Like we're, we're seeing a lot of that go on. We're even seeing yeah. it in the hottest uh, story in the the company and that the Usos are now kind of Roman's little bitches again. So I think we know where that's going, but it's, it's just a lot of the tag division not standing on its own two feet. Like I, I want to see the tag division mean something. And if you're looking at teams like Aussie Open, who fights full select reported, drew interest from AEW and WWE, you're going to lose them to WWE. You're going to lose people yeah. that care about tag team wrestling as the art of tag team wrestling to AEW because, look, I got my complaints about Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal getting defenses ahead of a lot of people that I think should. But tag team wrestling is treated kind of with a, a little bit more of its own feature spot than, yeah. than you see in WWE. So if you're looking for talent like Aussie Open, you're going to lose them because you got competition. Word. Rant. Ended. I like that. Are you <laughs> sure you're done with it? Throw some more out there. I am for now. I am for now. We got a long weekend ahead. So <laughs> a lot of ranting, I guarantee you. We do we do? Uh so we move along to what do we get next? Uh was it uh Grayson and, Grayson and yeah, there we go. <laughs> We do get spooky Scotland video vignettes, uh, which is, of course, Isla Dawn or Isla Dawn and Alba Fire. Um, I like them. I love them. I, I especially do. like Alba Fire. Um, just out of familiarity, I'm, I'm more familiar with her work as Kaylee Ray into Alba Fire. Yes. She's just fantastic. Um, later tonight, we see Bianca Belair drafted to SmackDown. With her Raw Women's Championship, mentioning Raw 17 times. <laughs> it's not the exact amount. That's just my stock go-to number. Here, we get the NXT Championship, Women's Tag Team Championships. On SmackDown. What the hell are we doing with these titles, man? Like, it, we got to get some clarity around it. That being said, extremely excited to see uh, what happens here. I hope that they unify the Women's Tag Titles because they can't book one set well enough yet much less two uh but having the infusion of these two on the roster is great they see a lot in grayson waller the character is is good enough the in-ring is is good enough uh in nxt my complaints were always with the booking because he would be like i'm so great and we'd be like you never win matches though uh so (laughs) hopefully they they match it but we do get this nxt infusion which i think both rosters needed what were your thoughts on this little vignette? And tell me what you like about the spooky Scottish scales. Um, so I like their look. 
I think I'm into goth chicks. I'm not sure yet. I'll figure <laughs> I'm I'm still trying to figure this out. Well, everyone's I'll, into Rhea Ripley, so you can't even use that as a litmus. Yeah, test. I'm He's gonna just have universally loved. I'm gonna have to do some type of like test tonight. I don't know what site or where I find these tests, but <laughs> there'll I'll be some BuzzFeed it. quiz. Yeah, yeah. BuzzFeed, yeah. <laughs> do I like goth chicks on BuzzFeed? Um, yeah. So <laughs> their style of wrestling is really cool. They're both very believable. I love that they're they're very physical. I like that they're physical. I told you this before. I love big women. They're physical. They smack each other and beat each other up. And I believe the same thing about these two ladies. They since I watched them in NXT, man, they can go. And absolutely. When you get a pair of 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 women that can show you uh, not only their ability to be great in ring performers. But back it up too with their style and and their charisma and everything after, you know that goes into becoming a professional wrestler. You got you got yourself you got yourself some long term like champs there. If, you know whatever they're gonna do with these belts or whatever the case may be. But I believe that they better not cool them off. I think they stick them in there and continue beating people up. Um, I just don't know. I just don't know how long that'll like if if who's whoever's running the show backstage is going to listen to like fans like us that want that, you know, because they kind of well, always and- fall into like the veteran side or older wrestler, not older, but you know what I mean? People that have been yeah. in a lot longer. Um, It is time for that guard to freshen up a little bit, though. You're right. One hundred percent. Yes, we please. can't always go to the four horse women. Well, now there's. That's not saying they should be on TV. That's not saying they shouldn't hold titles. But uh, the stage that the four horsewomen are at in their career are, are should be probably adding shine to other women more often than not. Um, now, with these two, I think we're also going to see that you might not have seen out of Alba Fire slash Kaylee Ray yet. She's extremely well-rounded. Like, she is yeah. a bigger woman and hard-hitting, but, like, she can do stuff off the top ropes, too. Like, you're going to see some really, really fun in-ring work. So if you haven't seen that out of her yet, keep watching because it's a lot of fun. Playmate's saying, I think Alex would have if he saw Rhea and Nyla. Look, nobody's complaining about that. But it is. It's kind of like... Um, I love know, Piper Niven. I love... Piper's great. I Piper's love... So great. Um, like I said before, awesome car. like, oh my God, please. You like ass kicking gals. I think I we were deprived of it for a long time as wrestling. Super. Like, so it's super. it's really cool. Yeah. It's really cool. I don't want to see a girl with a dog collar walking around in a ring. I want to see a woman that's going to come in and practically maybe bend my leg in a way that'll break it in three places. There you go. See? I'm we're really simple re- people. I am really re- revealing a lot about myself tonight. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> this might be my last Friday here. Nope. Nope. Just send him more chats about it. We'll take it. We'll take your money on top of things. Gosh. We move along to Cameron Grimes defeating Ashante the Adonis in, you know, a match that happened. This was even for the 14 minutes of wrestling that we got a shorter match. Eventually, Cameron Grimes winning with the Caven and the pin here. Uh, They brought back Hit Road to be developmental talent, I guess. Yeah. One one botch and a couple remarks from Michael Cole, and they are just not even at the forefront of anything anymore. It's uh, it's a bummer. Um, but I am happy for Cameron Grimes. I hope he continues down this path. I hope he continues to get wins. 
he's extremely skilled and uh it makes me happy to see him get a w here not a lot to analyze there was not a lot of wrestling on the show tonight what were your no. thoughts on this do you think that um uh baron corbin will be the future miz you know how the miz has been around for nearly over 10 years he's always been put into matches with newer wrestlers he's very confident in the ring um he can go uh you know <laughs> you don't think he can he can he can uh hold his own in the ring or i think he can i feel like the match we saw with seth rollins was his best work in a really long time yeah he's someone that suffers i think just from but i think we could say he the doesn't same have a Baron. ton yeah Baron, i would say baron corbin's stronger in the ring though i think oh. miz i i think there was a lot of a lot of it is just he had he didn't have a lot of reps for a really long time. Right. Um, Baron Corbin is is consistent with where he's at. I, I don't understand why he's not. I, I mean, I pitched the idea of him becoming Cameron Grimes as heavy. He should be somebody's heavy. Like he for real. He yeah. fits into that role perfectly. I don't I don't know why. And he looks incredible. He looks like he's been working out. He looks a lot leaner, which is great. But that's what I mean. Like he's somebody now I feel that like I've seen him come into these different matches against different people, disappear, come back, kind of like the Miz. Yeah, I can see you what know? you're saying there. Mm -hmm. So I I you know, to me in my head, I'm thinking, all right, Miz has been on for a long time. Eventually he's gonna take a part-time role and then disappear well I, this is the problem though with what you said i think miz goes away to do like movies and reality shows yeah. that expand the brand i think baron corbin they're like well we screwed up your creative again but we're just yeah 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 so <laughs> here you go out a way to reboot you sprinkle you in here and you know he's he's already said that he wanted to bring back his old like lone wolf persona you yeah. know like kind of like that badass attitude which i think it'd be great but I don't know, but to me, that's what I see when I see him. But other than that, not not much to really brag about on this this match. Cameron Grimes, let's go. Agreed, and not much to brag about in this next promo. Unfortunately, um, <laughs> this is a lot of unfortunately coming out of you today. <laughs> it's just it's because it's it's this fundamental. You have Bianca Belair, who is a a top draft pick to the SmackDown brand. Coming out there with a bright red title, giving a promo that is to be expected. But she says, at WrestleMania, I was defending my Raw Women's Championship against a different Asuka that I'm defending my Raw Women's Championship against now. I think what they're doing is waiting until after this pay-per-view to reset the titles to be not brand specific. Yeah. Why the hell haven't you done that yet when you specifically told us after Backlash that the draft was going into effect? She's agreed. It's so simple. It's a title presentation. It's not that big of a deal. Reset them. It looks so confusing when your red title and the word raw is being said by your one of your biggest, undoubtedly, SmackDown stars, male or female. What are we doing here? What are they doing? It's I don't know. So I don't know. Weird. Why are they why are they dragging their feet on this? I like, think they wanted to. My my guess is they were like, well, we have this men's WWE heavyweight return tournament going on. So we'll finish that up and then we'll reset the women's ones. But it feels like maybe that's all work you should have done before the draft. Yeah, I'm just so lost with this. It was so distracting to me. And it was just a, it, a the promo was fine. Asuka comes out. Um the, this was nothing that was unexpected, but there was nothing bad about this, right? She just says that she fights Asuka tomorrow. It's not the same version of her that was at WrestleMania, which it the thing is, it kind of is. 
uh, just with more powerful mist, I guess. But yeah, um, that Asuka just wanted to be Raw Women's Champion. Like she just keeps referencing Raw because, of course, she does because she has the Raw title, and that's where. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. their story first started taking place eventually asuka comes out and jumps bianca and throws her in the arm bar which looked great uh the officials show up and asuka charges bianca but she delivers the kiss of death and drops asuka onto one of those officials so a predictable segment but i just kept getting distracted by how much our raw women's champion was talking about raw yeah what are we doing yeah uh any additional thoughts on this no you said enough for the both of us. <laughs> I got. I told you I was punchy coming into this episode. I love okay? it. I'm sorry, but it's just Please. like it's such a simple thing, and it's like with if you are catering to a casual fan base that is tuning into Fox, maybe before a big pay per view. Mm. If you're tuned into SmackDown on Fox, mm. are you not confused as hell by this? <laughs> Like, I would find this very confusing if I was someone who was in and out on the product. Um, this was very, very odd. The piped in crowd noise again, very distracting. This was weird. Yeah. This was weird. Well, I'll move on. I'll stop whining. No, no, you're not whining. I'm a little bit of a whiner, but with good reason. <laughs> I'll tell you what, what we do get, which makes me happy. We get an L.A. Knight W in the books. All right. Oh, yeah. Look at that, man. It's L.A. Knight and Rick Boogs tagged together once. They did a they can't coexist angle after one time together. But I am glad to see L.A. Knight not only getting the win here, which was wonderful to see um, another quick match. But Knight avoiding a Boogs cruise by Irake, which is underrated heel move in my opinion delivering the bft and that takes us home but la night like all the press conferences in saudi arabia he's getting huge reactions he's huge over with the crowd in america i don't know what they're waiting for on the guy i feel like la night versus austin theory would be a super fun promo i think you can do heel versus heel because uh la night is so over but I'm just glad to see him getting some W's. Hopefully they're setting him on a track for something. Cause before he was just like losing to Xavier Woods for no reason. Uh, what did you think of this match? And how, how do you feel about LA Knight? I've, I've loved him since he was back in the impact days. I think like he, he just has it. Um, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Depends yeah. on, and it just depends. Like 
I, I it is I don't think it's necessarily that they drop the ball, right? I just feel like they just wanted to start something and it just it wasn't it just wasn't the right pairing. You know, when they put him in the Mountain Dew Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Only See, but I thought his like work that ruled. Like I thought he did such a good job with that. I he did, but it was it's but it wasn't the right thing for him. You can't this this super bigger than life, charismatic, amazing professional wrestler he looks great he was the guy to call bray wyatt out on his bs like i thought he was so good with that i just feel like they didn't do anything with him after there you go but exactly i knew it wasn't going to go anywhere because bray wyatt's a beast of its own it's it's a spooky wookie wookie match if you guys want to don't clip that but yeah you know (laughs) number one way to get something clipped just say don't clip it but but yeah like it was like if you were to put la Knight and then run the gauntlet Okay, we just put him through uh, Kofi Kingston. We just put him through, you know, ABC, right? Uh, and just continue going up the line. Destroy some heels. Destroy Baron Corbin. Throw him in there because you want to resurrect his career, and then you want to crush him again. You know, like, if if he were to start doing that, and you put him in some really great matches, you know, maybe um, with against AJ Styles, my goodness, if, like, you know, could sure. that still be a possibility? Yeah. But, yeah. you know. <laughs> but you know um is seth is seth gray or is seth uh, a baby face i don't know what seth is day in and day out but that's another one go let him go chase for the for the championship against why seth. he wasn't in that tournament is like um it's a miscarriage of justice i, I don't know but. but that's that's what i feel like i love la Knight. i think he has it all but you, okay so if you were to take la Knight and drop him into the late 90s he'd be a giant mega star so superstar because he would be fighting people that would be putting him up against other people like him a stone cold a you know a triple h we don't kind of have that now we don't have those mega stars go ahead my conspiracy theory is that they didn't that it was going to be him and stone cold and then stone cold didn't do it at mania right because like la in la yeah yeah what yeah what writes itself so perfectly do you think that would have been strike number two first a spooky match and then you get you know you kind of get into it with stone cold and you know they're gonna put stone cold over they're not gonna like no i I don't think there's any losing and losing Mm. to to stone cold i think maybe stone cold just didn't want to do the match like i i think guy's older and has yeah a gentle little neck like he might have just wanted to let his kevin owens match be what it was yeah um but and they had also thrown around him and roman were some rumors right so maybe he was like well you said it was gonna be roman <laughs> maybe maybe i don't want to do la night after that possibility um but that just that seemed like an obvious call from the beginning to me but i, I mean, don't think they get him on a track because he's, he's on tv now more than than you know before before so let's hope that this this continues as a trend you know um uh, the one person that i felt like really was lost in the shuffle and you know, we'll talk about his little thing there. It was carrying across. And I'm I'm hoping that you know LA Knight doesn't fall into that category and gets boxed in like Carrying Cross has been, you know? Well, Carrying Cross, I feel like hasn't connected with the audience and LA Knight has. So I, I think there's probably just some There's not a lot of BDSM loving people there, that's why I think. Well, you never know. You never know. I'm Look not how there. Weird we got on the show, so <laughs> Anthony Velasquez saying LA Knight is over as hell, yet WWE piped in booze during his entrance. 
what's up with the pushback from WWE, even though Knight is super over? I think that's just because he worked heel. I, I wouldn't right, read correct. too much yeah. into that. I don't think it's a resistance to how over he is. I think the the piped in crowd noise was rampant through this episode, so I, I don't think it was targeted in any way. Um, he is super over, but heels can be over, right? Look at Adam Cole, like a deafening reaction when he comes and does. I mean, he's working face now, but like typically kind of and, in and this is heel ish place. This is what I mean. What you just said makes so much sense. If he was listen, and I'm not, I'm an old man. I, I grew up watching the. Uh, attitude era if you were to take la Knight and drop him just dead drop him put him in vince mcmahon has a time machine that he says hey i'm putting la Knight back there uh you know just drop him in there and watch him just run rampart on the on on the roster because he he has that mega star charisma and the problem is right now unless you're putting him in the ring with the seth rollins of the world and so on or the romans you know and blah 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 he's just having fights he's just Moving along, you I know, even tonight with Boogs, like, okay, he fought Rick. Even if you were to take Shinsuke and put, oh my God, do a segment with Shinsuke and, and LA Knight, that would be great for me. I think LA Knight and Austin Theory could have some real potential, but Austin Theory would have to drop because they're oh, he, both yeah, heels, yeah. but like arrogant. Uh, I've been a lot of Zack Sabre Jr. this week for me, arrogant dickhead. Uh, who can't back it up in, in uh, I, I mean, I guess he can because he has the title, but, you know, keeps winning in these cheap ways. What that would give LA Knight his teeth to sink into in a feud of just, like, dogging on him for always winning with rolling up the tights or whatever. Like, you could very, very, very easily. Well, Kate, I'll say this. I'll be optimistic and just wait. <laughs> and just see where. Captain play it out today over there. I'm going to captain oh play God. it out tonight. Jason PS3 saying, just name, change the name of the damn women's titles already. He typed it in all caps with three exclamation points, which is partly why I delivered it that way. But I also just feel that way. So same Z's, big same Z's from this gal. Word. Or <laughs> just say here, take this bell. Give me yours. That's right. That's right. Guys, we are coming down the home stretch. we got a couple more matches to talk about. But before we do. Mm. Got a lot of pay-per-views this weekend, okay? Got a lot of UFC fights coming up. Mm. If you enjoyed the old UFC. Maybe it's not about getting pay-per-views at a cheaper price, but perhaps you just want some more privacy on the internet. Perhaps you want a VPN. Why, darn it, that could secure all the devices you have. We've got the VPN for you right here. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Block online trackers, annoying pop-up ads, unlock geo-blocked content. Maybe you missed the WWE Network. Maybe you want that AEW+. Maybe you want to subscribe to overseas services so you can get UFC pay-per-views at a reduced rate. Well, NordVPN.com slash Fightful allows you to do that. And you can do it with four months for free with that link. Not only that, you get your 30-day money-back guarantee as well. Just in case you don't like it for any reason. It works on all of your devices so you can do this stuff wherever you are. Maybe you're on that unsecured Wi-Fi at the airport, the hotel. Yeah, it can be dangerous. Your info is at risk. But you can still gain access to all that stuff. Check out all of your favorite shows or maybe shows you haven't discovered before with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Now with multiple tiers so you can get whatever services that you want. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. 
and with all the money that you're saving with NordVPN, okay? You're saving on pay-per-views. You got yeah. a deep discount from us yeah. Fightful, so you don't have to yeah. pay full price. Yeah. <laughs> you can spend that money on Fightful Select, darn it. You can get early access to interviews like the one that went up with Darby Allen. Get all the breaking news coverage. You can find out what's going on with Miss Jordan Grace right now on FightfulSelect.com, which broke, I believe, while we were on air right before we went on here. So check it out. Join us. You're also going to get myself and Mr. Pulaski doing Paywall pay-per-view post shows every time there is one. So hang out. Be our friend. And whenever he wants a guest, he invites me over. Then I'm behind a paywall. And there's a lot of things I can do behind that. You got dual Alex's when you're back there. There's a lot of double A's. All right. Mm. Should probably move it over to OnlyFans from Patreon. But (laughs) we move on to AJ Styles defeating Karrion Cross, who's out there with Scarlett, who ran the hell out of the building on her heels, thanks to me again, as our wonderful moderator Luis points out. Man, I don't know. I don't know what we're doing with Karrion Cross here, but we got a little promo from him talking about how a stubborn man only sees the path before him. When you are focused, you fail to see the danger lying in the wings. AJ shouldn't be worried about Seth Rollins. He should be worried about Karrion Cross, which tips the hand of the feud. And I don't like it when people do that. We all know Seth Rollins is going to win anyway. Yeah. Don't tell me what the next feud is going to be and that it's basically not going to be for the title. That takes interest out of it for me but match is pretty decent carry cross kind of stole kyle fletcher's hair i'm not gonna lie okay he went from bald to having hair which was drawing enough and now he had like the part going down the middle in this but <laughs> but this ultimately ends with aj to the apron phenomenal forearm that would do it you got aj styles looking strong heading into the finals of our heavyweight title tournament in Saudi Arabia. You also get a little love as we referenced from Michin coming out here, um, running off Scarlet, which is a fun way to go about things. I, I dig that. I think people forget that Scarlet knows how to wrestle. She can easily get in the ring with mm-hmm. Michin, Mia Yim, whatever she's good. I think she's kind of going by both. So um, forgive me if I'm wrong with that, but perfectly suitable. It was a good way to get Scarlet out of there. It gives you an excuse to have, cross kind of lose cleaner but what did you think of this match yeah i i i like carrying cross you know and i i would love to see him in meaningful matches and meaningful storylines and but <sighs> this felt like another thrown together bit i don't know why i wish it, it was more than that and i i don't know i don't know it didn't do it for me and I like AJ Styles too. So I, even when AJ Styles, like his entrance and everything came out, even his demeanor and everything, it didn't feel like an AJ Styles match. You know, I think some of it is that the inevitable ending and correct and it being pre-taped. Like the the I'll say this: the vibes were off. The vibes were off. One hundred percent. You can feel the vibes were off, and I'm very optimistic today. But you are very optimistic, which is good because I'm I'm punchy today. Yeah, today you're punchy. <laughs> I had to I had to do the balance here, guys. So um respect it. Karen Cross, do me a favor, sir. Do better. Stop <laughs> stop, stop reading goddamn tarot cards and and riddles with your wife. Do better. <laughs> Just <Yes>. do better. <laughs> 
Flame Inc. asking Alex question for you. Eric Bischoff said that Tony Khan is doing exactly what he did in WCW. If true, do you see AEW going away the way WCW did because of the inmates, I think is what he's referencing to, uh, that it kind of imploded on itself. I'll let you answer that. I got to ask this like every day because I'm a CM Punk mark. Flame, this is a great question. Now you now, sound like Tony Khan at a presser. Great question. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not. This is a great question. Now, let me just tell you a little bit about what I think is happening. Okay. Um, no, uh, he's def he's not. Um, there is always problems with, with, you know, and Freddie has said this on the show. You got a lot of guys with different egos. Um, this is a entertainment business. And the higher up you're on the card, the more money you make, you know. So there's things that are always going to happen that we don't know about. Unfortunately for AEW, this was something that was the minute it happened, it, people were, were were listening to it. And to make this 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 short, WCW died because they sold their rights to Time Warner at the time. Okay, um, TNT like wanted to, to Yahoo, whoever came in, Verizon came in and wanted to AOL. I'm sorry, it was AOL came in and bought it. AOL want, did not want any wrestling whatsoever on their programming. Okay, that AOL, AOL Time Warner deal that destroyed WCW because they it wasn't in line with what they wanted and their vision. Now you add the fact that there was a lot of problems happening with wrestlers you know, basically booking shows and and everything else that was happening behind the scene. And that's when you get a, can I say shitstorm? I already said it. Sure. No, you can't. That's when you get the shitstorm that happened, unfortunately, with WCW. Okay. Um, if w It's also like, it's a different era. And people get in fights backstage. And if, and, like if w and if WCW was not, it was in a better shape. Whereas you see, there was just a merger just now with Discovery and Warner Brothers. Okay, it, this could have been disastrous for AEW, and it wasn't. Look, and if you want to make a show disastrous, I know exactly how to do it. Oh yeah, yeah you bring Bully Ray back to take out the government <laughs> back wrestling. That's what you do. That's how I you love that. I love that. Ruin everything. I I, I don't, don't like that, that three screen thing. Well, uh, it's not your oh, show, Joel. It's my <laughs> show, but I also don't like it, so it's fine. Okay. Uh, okay. But yeah, there. sorry, I I didn't want to make that too too long of a of a answer. But that's if you look at the things that were happening at that period of time, it was just it was the perfect storm for WCW, unfortunately, to go down the drain from in the standpoint that it was at. Um, and again, if you if you look at it now with the uh, you know Warner Brothers and Discovery getting together and this partnership that they just formed. It just kind of powered AEW to another level, okay? And and the things that they might be talking about now bringing, you know, to elevate it even more are going to be really good for the wrestling business because you'll be able to put more food on people's table and a roof over their head. Strongly recommend the book Nitro if you want to learn about what went wrong. Yes, WCW. there we it's go. It's an incredible, yes. very in-depth, very business-oriented look at by at guy WCW. evans great book yeah so good and i understand that people sometimes back then egos got to be a little too much but the on the, in the core aspect of it in the business wise that aol time warner deal probably sure. was this the 
Go look at what they were paying Hulk Hogan and put it back yes. in that time period, and you'll know exactly why they went out of business. Joel, look what at do me. you want? What I sound want, like I, I'm, I sound like I know what I'm talking about, Joel. I don't know. Do you know what you're talking about? I do you know what you're talking about? I, no, I just, I, I just finished my uh, Impact Wrestling Under Siege show review with Cresta Star over on Fightful Overbook because apparently the only live show that actually ran tonight had to run on the secondary feed oh. instead of the main channel. Um, but you know, just, I wanted to say hi. Cause I, I like, I like, uh, Cardoza. Oh, thank you. And I like you, Joel. We had such a great time when you were away, Kate, not to like throw you out of here or push you away, but we, we bonded over you not being here. Oh, yes. <laughs> great. Hi. This is like when I did the impact. Hey, you you want to come on the show? You want to come on the show, Joel? You're on the show. How's that? You like that, pal? I don't hate it. I did this I did. once. I've done this before. Here. It's weird. You like that? <laughs> I, I did because I'm a dame. Plug your show on Fightful Overbooked. But I did also mention that this is the second night in a row where I bumped you to the sub channel. <laughs> Damn, Joel. Listen, hopefully, hopefully on Thursday, we'll be back to the regularly scheduled Ring of Honor and Impact Post show uh, on Thursday nights with Righteous Reg and Kate and Joel and Cresta. And on top of that, in two weeks, Impact has another damn special. So we'll be back. Oh, of course wow. they do. Of course they do. <laughs> I figured I was just like, no way. Uh, but yeah, anyway, I want to just drop in, say hi, hi, chat. Hope you're well. Uh, and uh, by the way, go check out In the Weeds with myself and Jeremy Lambert because we interviewed the one and only Gangrel Come today. On the show. Oh, nice. I love me Plug some Gangrel. It's on Fightful Overbooked. I was actually going to plug us anyway, because we did the media call over there yesterday as a rib, too. That was super, super fun. Fightful Overbooked is such a fun playground for us. But while you're here, any highlights that you want to talk about with Under Siege? Uh, Luis got it right here. Talk about uh, Scott Demore going through a flaming table. They had to, they tried to do that at the TV tapings about a month ago, and it failed. So this time, Bully was like, ain't no way I'm going to mess this up. And he did it right and looked good. Scott uh, Foley. Scott, that's right. Matt Raywald got involved. Free agent Matt Raywald, who can still wrestle. He wants to do it. So they beat the shit out of him. Uh, Macklin, <laughs> great, happy, bloody birthday to Steve Macklin defending his Impact World Championship tonight. Come beat up Joel. Happy but birthday. The big news over at FightfulSelect.com tonight was that Jordan Grace is officially a free agent. Big, big. Where she lands next. She's going to take some time off. Go subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. Best five bucks in the business. You'll get all that news and more. Uh, who knows? Maybe maybe she's not going to be alone when she lands at her next spot. But who knows? Maybe I'm just rampant speculating on what happens next. But also, Grace had a great match with Deanna tonight. Deanna Prosser. Joel, if, I, if you didn't know, I love me some big women. And uh, Jordan because Grace, man, I would big meaty women slapping meat. Is Alex's thing? We found out. Yeah, yeah. She she did a whole thing with Sean about crushing watermelons with thighs. God. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there's an interview. On, 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 I've never wanted to be a watermelon so much in my life. <laughs> You're gonna have to talk to Jonathan Gresham about that one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you want to. I don't know I'm if that's young. the guy you want. I am mess not with. messing with these people. Shout out My to Gresham goodness. for growing his beard back, by the way. He had a few weeks where he just had the mustache. Uh, I don't know what yeah, kind of dad vibes he was going for, but that I'm glad he brought the, the, the full beard back. Anyway, good stuff tonight. Uh, Trinity also rocked it. She nice. had a great match against Giselle Shaw, which should be surprising to nobody, but uh, really good stuff. Did the rack attack and uh, 
gave gave shout out to Nikki Bella for that on the internet, which was great. Oh, nice. But yeah, good good show tonight. Go watch Impact. It's actually a really fun show. I know 20 years, there's so much shit that's happened, but it's good now. It's good now. I promise it's good now. It's crazy that they've been around that long, man. And you think about, you know, wrestling, how hard it is to even be on television for like one night a day or right, one night is, a week. This is enough. Okay. It's Joel crazy. came on. He plugged his stuff. We don't need to I'm talk sorry. about Impact anymore. I'm, but I'm not do... talking about Impact. I'm just saying, Joel, thank you for that reminder. Man, that we don't need to talk years. about Joel. But what we oh, can sorry. do, because wow. we are joined by Joe Gacy, what are your thoughts about Sunday's NXT card? How are you feeling? <laughs> I'm Joe Gacy about what I'm going to win. You are? Okay. I'm going to win the North American Championship. I hope everyone's ready for that. How do you like working with the Rock's daughter? I paid her $7 and she stuck around. That's all you need to do. <laughs> seven bucks, Ava Ray. Seven contract. bucks, huh? Love it. If you want to see Joel and I rib on each other, usually on Sundays, not this Sunday, you can catch Kate and Joel. Call it in the ring on Fightful Overbooked as well on Sundays at 8 o'clock. But we got a lot of wrestling this weekend. Joel, as much as I bust your balls, thank you for for coming by. It's always good that you're here. And thank you for being so accommodating this weekend. Yes. Thank you, guys. Go enjoy the rest of your show and uh, leave a thumbs up on this video and go subscribe to Fightful Overbook. Okay, bye. Bye, Joe Gacy. Thanks for being here. That was nice. That was a good reminder. 20 years, man. That's crazy. It is wild. It is wild. Also, Joel and Cresta legitimately do such a good job. Cresta is like just a phenomenal addition. I was a wee show. baby when that show came out 20 years ago. My God. I know. Me too. I wasn't born yet. <laughs> I was like seven. Oh, man. Joker okay, Sting. so we get the same video packages as we did on Raw for Rollins <laughs> and AJ. We, we can... got a Cody and Brock video. Uh, that was that is a raw specific feud that we got on SmackDown. Holy filler! But we do come to our main event, KO show with Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa. Gonna surprise you guys. This does not go as planned. Okay, you get Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn out there. Paul Heyman eventually comes out with the titles. They're calling for Roman. Haven says he's still amazed that people don't understand the plot around here. The tribal chief appears when he feels like it. The Usos music hit and out come Jimmy and Jay. And Owens wants to talk to them anyway. He's not mad that they came out here. He wants to know how they look themselves in the mirror. He says Sami Zayn has been right the whole damn time. And that they went from being the greatest tag team in WWE history to nothing more than Roman's errand boys. I didn't like a ton about this promo and I love Kevin Owens. He's one of my favorite promos in wrestling. I it's just getting old. It's it's circular. It's stalls. Like I'm ready to move on from this with Kevin and Sammy fight anybody else challenge. Yeah. Uh, but I loved the phrasing when he paused to correct himself from going from one of the best tag teams that he says, scratch that the greatest tag team to nothing more than their errand boys. So many times in WWE, especially, and in all of wrestling, you went from being the greatest tag team to little bitch. I loved that he said errand boys. I loved the choice of that phrasing because that's essentially what they've been, right? I like it. You're not going to say henchmen or lackeys in, in an actual promo, but I'm so glad he wasn't like, no, you're nothing more than Roman's little bitches. Mm-hmm. This was so, I know it sounds like so trivial, but I liked that word choice so much. Um, 
And then we get uh, Sammy saying that, like, it's over, which I also really liked from Sammy Zayn saying, like, you know, this is done, right? Like, this moment, everything that you've had, the bloodlines unraveling, like, you lost your titles, this is done, and that they're the better team and that they're going to win. Um, we then get uh, kind of what you would expect here. We get... <laughs> Uh, Jimmy calling himself the tribal chief, which is kind mm. of the biggest deal of this, but that eventually brings Roman out. Paul Heyman looks aghast at Jimmy. Earlier in the night, we had some more vignettes kind of showing uh, the rest of this bloodline through line. You had Roman saying that they're not invited to Saudi Arabia. Hint, they probably are, that means. Uh, but that they are invited to the thousand day reign. Jimmy gets up to leave. Roman tells him to sit down. Chemistry is not great there. Um, feels like there's dissension, but this ends with the bloodline standing tall. Jimmy and Jay are out in the ring. Um, we get kind of a little bit of a melee here, a nasty spear from Roman Reigns. And that's what takes us home. We get the shot of a unifying bloodline holding the tag team titles. This is going to go one of two ways in Saudi Arabia. Either Roman and Solo are walking out with those titles or the Usos are going to cost them. Based on how long they said this title is title, or I'm sorry, that this bloodline picture is going to take, I'm kind of nervous that Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa are walking out with the tag titles, um, which sucks. But if the Usos cost them instead, that I'm very excited about. That would be great storytelling. It would allow Kevin and Zayme to finally move on from this. A lot going on here. Jimmy calling himself the tribal chief. Was it a ruse or? Is the bloodline falling apart? I, man, for me, I, I think this is only trending towards the demise and the end okay. of this long story here. I, I just, I could be, I could be wrong, and they can a hundred percent dupe us and be like, "Ha, you thought this was done? We're gonna carry this for another one thousand days," you know. So, um, but for me, my heart feels like the accidental bumps the accidental super kick might be coming something big is about to brew and it could lead us into SummerSlam. you know the souls car kind of just really align himself with roman and it's like yo they're my brothers but i'm down with you bro let's go do a tag team match against these losers and beat them up like you know because yeah uh, and I think solo is going to be the interesting point here. Like, who yes, does, who does yes. he choose is, is going to be the the fun piece of this? And game. then eventually, one day, hopefully, they'll have solo kind of spike Roman, you know, and just be like, I'm done with this. Like, you know, like you're just a little bit, a little too much. But I, I don't know. To me, that's I, I feel like that's where they're going. I would love to see that when that super kick connects with Roman. That crowd is gonna lose their mind. I hope so. I hope you're right. Oh, we could be sitting here for a thousand days from now. While they I hold the tag it. titles. <laughs> if it ain't gonna be Cody, I would love for it to be Jay to be the one to dethrone Roman. It would actually feel like the story got paid off. We've got a super chat from Michael Arnieri, whose name I said right because mm. he chatted yesterday and I was like, Did I say it right? He was like, Yeah. And then he told me Sean didn't say it right. So I am better at this than Sean. 
He's a paper boy. Get back to your paper route. I was just going to say, but Michael Arnieri says, uh, do you feel that I made the right choice to record SmackDown to skip through the very few matches and the video packages to get to the end for the bloodline? Yes, I do. But I also watched three hours of mostly story-free wrestling oh. yesterday and reviewed well, where, that. Where's the paper But there just wasn't a lot. There was not a lot to stick your teeth into. There was not a lot yeah, that no. you didn't know. And they couldn't do that because they were pre-taping. So probably right. the right call. Probably the right call here. Nothing too crazy to write home about. But that is end of our show. Incredible, Kate. You're I like your piped-in crowd noise better than I like the piped-in crowd it's, noise. It's Smackdown. incredible, right? Well, <laughs> it's people here in my house, man. They just won't stop loving us. Good for you. I'm glad that you have the party going there. Um, yeah. But Alex, before we get out of here, we got a wrestling-filled weekend that we're so excited about. I told you everything that's going on here at Fightful, but what do you, Alex Cardoza, the man, have going on? Tell us what you're up to. Tell us where the people can find you. Sure. So first off, I would like to leave you guys with this before I tell you where you can find me. Uh, Memorial Day is this Monday. Uh, please remember that Memorial Day is for our fallen troops. Uh, so I celebrate the uh, unfortunate men and women that lost their lives uh, in combat with me. Um, and I also celebrate those uh, before me that paved the way uh, for me to become the Marine that I became. And those in the future that hopefully are able to um, families that are able to cope with uh, with terrible loss uh, within their you know, circles and family members or whatever. Um, very easily, it could be confused to thank veterans. Veterans have Veterans Day. I try to educate everyone around this. Memorial Day is to remember those that we lost. So, um, you know, if you see uh, families out there and whatnot, you know, uh, grieving, it's, it's, it's hard. It's not easy. I've been a part of that. Um, so, yeah, you can find me on Alexis Cardoza on Instagram. And... Uh, yeah, that's from there. You can find me on everything. Patreon, OnlyFans. Yeah. It's, oh, and, and, and that's my Twitter, Twitter there right go. there. I support Elon uh, by going on there and talking bad about him. <laughs> uh, yes, definitely take a moment on, on Monday to remember uh, every everyone who has paved the road before you, like you said, everybody who died protecting our freedom and uh it's not just a day off like keep that in in mind on monday for sure but um thank you for serving every day we appreciate it we appreciate you being here uh, and everybody have a safe and wonderful wrestling weekend you can find me at miss kate fave you can find me all over this damn channel all weekend and on fightful select which you should be subscribed to if you want to be cool like you're about ten thousand other friends we could fill arthur ash that's how popular FightfulSelect.com is. Follow me at Miss Kate Fabe uh, on Twitter. You can follow me on TikTok as well. I've been cranking out some more content over there. And Kate's Instagram's on Instagram. But guys, have a safe and wonderful wrestling weekend. Watch what you love. Hang out with us. We appreciate you guys. Have a good one. We're out of here. Bye, guys.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.